the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Hope you had a great weekend. Joy and I did. Had the privilege yesterday of being at Crossroads Baptist Church in Columbus. And I've said this many times, that church is probably the closest to heaven, uh, simply because it is made up of so many different kinds of people. It is probably the most multi-ethnic church uh, that I've ever spoken at. Just wonderful, sweet people, thankful for uh, Pastor Paul Gabriel and his leadership through the years. It was wonderful for Joy and I to be there to see so many friends uh, that we have known for so many years. We had, we had friends there yesterday that we've known for well, more, way more than 40 years. And to meet new friends as well, many, many people who listen to the radio program. Um, it was just a, a, a delightful morning and a privilege to present God's Word uh, to those precious folks yesterday morning. Hope you were in a good, solid, Bible-believing church yesterday as well. Well, I pulled up some of my news sources today, and uh, my heart just sank. Headline, Ohio House Speaker removes GOP rival from Plum Committee assignment. The shenanigans continue among the uh, more moderate left-leaning Republicans down at the State House, uh, Just because Republicans are in control of the legislature, well, does not mean that they all hold certainly conservative values. Um, I've lived in Ohio for 40, 
what, I think 47 years, I have not been intimately involved in state politics at any time. But for many years, I wasn't involved at all. But I have been an observer. I don't ever remember a Republican Speaker of the House elected primarily by Democrats. Say what? Yeah. Uh, The current Speaker of the House, Jason Stevens, was elected. He's a Republican, and it's a Republican-majority House. The Republicans, by far, have the majority in the House of Representatives down at the uh, state capitol. But Ohio Speaker Jason Stevens would not be the Speaker of the House if it were not for Democrat support. Just weird, strange, bizarre, back room, under the table. In my, This is my opinion. I'm elapsing into editorial mode. I try to warn you when I go from fact to editorial mode, this is just dirty politics. Uh, State Representative Derek Maron had been chosen by the basically the Republicans to be the next Speaker of the House, and he would have been an exceptional choice. Uh, I don't know him well. His dad was a very dear friend, pastor up in uh, Monclova, the Toledo area, for many years. Just a wonderful man. I kind of watched Derek kind of sort of grow up. Um, working in different uh, political offices in the state and then uh, becoming a state representative and uh, winning the confidence of the majority of the Republicans uh, to be the next Speaker of the House. And then to be, again, editorial, to be double-crossed by Ohio House Speaker Jason Stevens In getting behind closed doors, I have no idea whether they were smoke-filled rooms, but backroom deals with Democrats in order to become the Speaker of the House. Just, it just leaves a, I think, a terrible taste in your mouth. Well, uh, House Speaker Jason Stevens and Derek Maron are political foes. They're in the same party. Uh, Anyway, in a move that everyone realizes is a move just to punish young Derek Maron, Ohio House Speaker Jason Stevens has removed him from a committee assignment as vice chair of the House Ways and Means Committee And as anybody of character will do, he didn't tell him face-to-face. He did it in a memo. No, not face-to-face, not a phone call. Uh, No, a memo. Oh, just... um, And this is just one of the many reasons why so many people... Don't trust our politicians, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, and why so many people don't want to get involved. It's dirty business, sadly. It shouldn't be, but it's dirty business. 
and uh, certainly here in Ohio. And that's why I have said, okay, I am a registered Republican. You can find that out through public records. I don't try to hide it. I'm not ashamed of it. But I am anything but a Republican loyalist. Don't call me a Republican loyalist. Um, I have said this over and over again, and I think it is more true today than almost any time before. I have serious problems with the Ohio Republican Party. Uh, Better than the Democrats? Probably. But I think in many ways the uh, lesser of two evils. Um, In the last several years, there has just been so many incredibly disappointing things that have happened on the Republican side. Statewide, countywide, Franklin County Republican Party is a total mess. I mean a total mess. So anyway, I'm just saddened for uh, Derek Maron, fine, honest, Christian, uh, Republican who um, I think because of his honesty and integrity is being punished by the leadership of his own party. Uh, Before we go into the break, uh, New York City Democratic Mayor Eric Adams has a new proposal for dealing with illegal immigrants crossing the border. No, it's not closing the border. No, no. No, he, he wants the federal government to distribute the illegal immigrants all across America. In fact, he said this, and I quote, this was over the weekend, We have 108,000 cities, villages, towns. If everyone takes a small portion of these, and if it's coordinated at the border to ensure that those who are coming here to this country in a lawful manner is actually moved through the entire country, it's not a burden on one city. Well, okay, here's the problem. Not all of those cities, villages, and towns have declared themselves to be sanctuary cities like New York. We have watched this over the last 10 years. One after another, in response to what everybody else was doing, it was the Democrat thing to do. Declare yourself to be a sanctuary city. And it was like dominoes falling. Oh, they did it? Well, we better do it. Oh, they're a sanctuary city. We better be a sanctuary city. And it was this virtue signaling. We are not like those conservative Republican cities. We're sanctuary cities where everyone is welcome. Now, here's the only problem. Almost none of those who declared themselves to be sanctuary cities actually thought they would ever become a sanctuary city. And then when they became a real sanctuary city, it was like, well, we don't, what are we going to do with all these people? We don't have enough money. We can't feed them. We can't house them. Let's send them out to cities and villages across America. Well, those cities and villages didn't sign on to be a sanctuary city. It's just incredible. Once again, um, unintended consequences of misplaced compassion. We see this with the Democrat left over and over and over again. Misplaced compassion 
unintended consequences. And when the unintended consequences come, well, the misplaced compassion is not so compassionate. All right, let's take a break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Regular listeners will have to uh, forgive me for uh, telling some stories that I've told before, but uh, my first exposure to what communism is really like was my very first trip to Moldova many years ago. Uh, Oh, my goodness, I can't even tell you what year it was. It was a long time ago. And it was about uh, probably six or seven years after the Soviet Union fell and Moldova was no longer part of the Soviet Union. Uh, The people were free. They could have free elections and so forth. Uh, I had never been at that point in a communist country or a former communist country. Uh, went Flew from here, from America to Vienna, and from Vienna to Chisinau, the uh, capital, and I flew on Air Moldova. Oh, my goodness, was that an experience. The uh, seats on the plane were ripped and torn up. The carpet was was threadbare with holes in it. Uh, it was it was bad. I mean, it was really really bad. And I thought, I wonder what kind of maintenance these planes have. They were they were old Russian airplanes, kind of Russian surplus that Air Moldova had purchased. And then we landed at the airport. I thought a war had been fought there. The airport was in horrible shape, just in shambles. It was terrible. We got off the plane and had to go through customs in Moldova. I was questioned, prodded, searched, questioned again, searched again, questioned again. Uh, Why are you bringing this? What are you doing here? What are you planning on doing here uh, you know, oh my goodness, just question after question. And, uh, they, and they, they were not under communist control anymore. But it was, they still had that communist influence. And got through that and then went in and then they went through the luggage. Went, I mean, went through every tiny little piece of the luggage and, oh my goodness, and finally, we got through all of it, and our friends uh, from America that were welcoming us there 
And then we, we drove into the city, and it was deplorable. They were still having bread lines. People were, were hungry. Uh, we stayed in an apartment. This was in the wintertime, and uh, they only had heat like two hours a day. Uh, it was, it, it was a, just terrible. It just really was terrible. Now, Moldova has changed a lot since then. But we would be traveling around, and we just expected that we would be stopped probably five, six, seven times every single day just driving around the city. You'd be driving around the city, and a policeman could run out in the middle of the street, stop you, come around, and interrogate the driver. We all had to give our papers passport, and we were interrogated, asked this, why are you here, what are you doing, I don't know, just over and over and over and over again, every day, every day. And I'll never forget, one even, one morning, we left to leave the capital, Chisinau, and we went to another city, and we came back that evening, and we came back the way that our missionary friend always came, and all of a sudden, a policeman comes running out in the middle of the street, stop, and uh, he comes around the side, and he and the missionary begin talking, and it, the conversation gets a little heated. They're speaking in Russian. I have no idea what in the world's going on. And finally, my missionary friend reaches in his pocket, grabs a, a, some bills, currency, and hands it to the, to the policeman and puts up his window and, and drives. I said, what was that all about? He said, well, this morning... This street was a one-way street going the other direction. Now, tonight, it's one way in the other direction. The one-way arrows are just on stands, and they turn easily. And he says, they do this all the time. So they can give people tickets, and that's the way the police make their living. Because they don't make anything from the government. I said, really? Now... I didn't use that time very wisely, but I had to give you some background for this next story. We are becoming like Moldova, and I can prove it when we come back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 